Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everybody. On today's brand new episode of Glamour Hey, It's Okay, we're going to be talking about uninvitations. Are they cool? Are they a thing? Um, to still need your mum. Is that okay when you're a grown up? And phone phobia. We've got Clara Amfo here to get into it. Welcome once again, everybody, to the Glamour Pod Cupboard. It's Glamour Hey, It's Okay. I'm Joe Elvin. I'm the editor in chief of Glamour. Today, I'm joined by my. She's really my lieutenant. Is uh, managing editor Lieutenant Lucy Jones. Yes, sir. Reporting for duty. Oh, yes, don't ma'am. call me sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit too close to the bone in terms of you know. Do you think people think I'm? quite mean and bossy and absolutely not no that's the right answer and then waiting patiently for introduction in the corner is radio one superstar dj and glamour award winner if you don't mind miss clara amfo well hello it feels good to be on the other side on the other side yeah usually you know i'm interviewing people it just feels good to just you know come and just talk well you may have clocked already it's unrehearsed (laughs) it's unprofessional it's unwieldy and unpredictable you got a nice bit of kit in here that's what you want to hear from a professional isn't it you do it's like but i do you know it's like when we get the actual radio people in i've got to stop doing this because like you actually know what you're doing that's the rumor yeah (laughs) that's i've heard it it happens well you know thanks very much how's it how's it going it's going good i think 2016 has definitely been a bizarre year i think we can all agree for the good and for the bad but generally speaking i've had a really good year Yeah. yeah I think that that's when the world is full of bizarre events. I think you've got to look internally sometimes yeah. to see the positive and what's in it for you. So give me your top top positives. You got a top five, hmm. a top ten? I can give you maybe a top. I'll think about how many I can get in as I go along. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this year, just highlight wise, personally, I think it's just been a, being a, about being more comfortable 
with myself and just accepting. Oh, here we go, banging things around and you say I'm the professional. I think 2016 has been a year of acceptance, to be honest, just being happy being me mm. and just finding confidence in, in who I am and, and what I do. You know, I think when I first started my job, I was absolutely petrified. In fact, you know, at the, at the Glamour Awards this year, when I picked up that award, I think there was a part of me that had a bit of an imposter thing going on. Well, I mean, I was kind of expecting you to say that was the highlight of, of the year. So well, I'm, I was, I'm I was already get, I was feeling a that. little bit... I was getting to that. Down about 2016. Listen, my Glamour Award has got pride in my home. It's, a, it's above my sink. So every time I'm like, you know, getting dried up bits of porridge off my bowl, I look at it. I think, you know what? Oh, made it. This is how to live. <laughs> it's, it's right there next to my uh, award that I won for uh, Pointless. You know that show on uh, BBC One, the yeah. quiz show? Yeah. I did it with Trevor Nelson. We won. Don't worry about it. And uh, my Glamour Award is right next door to my Pointless Award. That's actually um, really weirdly touching. <laughs> Weirdly, does it ever get flecks of porridge on it though? I'm a bit concerned you know about doesn't? the hygiene. It's, it's remained unscathed, like it's on, a, it's on a really high plinth above my sink, so I stare at it every time oh. I'm doing any kind of washing up just to remind myself that even though you know I'm here with dirty bits of porridge and this and that and the like, I'm the glamour radio personality of the year. Do you ever think, God, when am I going to get so famous and successful that somebody else is going to clean my porridge pan? I mean, that's the well. benchmark. I've there was a one time a couple of weeks ago where I honestly thought. I needed to go and have a lie down for the day after I'd scrubbed a porridge pan. It's a lot. It's a full-on job. It's a great workout, though. Mm. It's really good for, upper, for the upper arms. But, um, yeah, it's a bit of a bone of, cont- bone of contention, me and, and, and cleaners, because a couple of my friends said, Chloe, you should really get clean. I was like, I, I can't do it. No? I, I, I just, I can't, I can't give in just yet. I cannot. We'll see. Maybe I'll change next year. I've got a cleaner. Is that bad? Not too bad. Some people do get really offended by it, but if I didn't have a cleaner, I would do nothing with my spare time, except... Clean? Yeah. Was there a Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, to well. a point, yeah. To a point. But sorry, not about me. What about you? I want to hear more about you and your oh. year. And how's Radio 1 going? Radio 1 is going really good. Radio 1, again, is a bizarre and wonderful place where, again, I just think this year's been weird. I, I, obviously, I went to L.A., in September, I went to Justin Bieber's house to hang out with him and to play basketball with him. And that was a very, very odd and actually a very educational experience. Okay. This entire podcast is now about Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber and LA. Exactly. I want to hear absolutely house. everything. Okay. What does he smell so, like, first of all? Oh, he, just, he smells really fresh. He smells quite floral. but That yeah. surprises me. Does it? Yeah. Well, do you, so yeah. I always imagine he's out to like five o'clock every morning and then sort of Oh, like oh no, he's been out. Ha, ha, has a quick sink bath and then goes off to work, you know. Oh, no, no. Yeah. He was very fresh because he kept us waiting because, I mean, allegedly, he was well, not allegedly, it's true. Between, between us and a few million listeners, he... Mi- millions. <laughs> millions. <laughs> millions. Hello, every million of yeah. you. Yeah. Um, he had been getting a bit of beautifying before we were to meet so you know he had he had a let's call it an LA glow when he when he greeted me yeah that possibly was slightly there was Contoured. slightly a different sort of like line of color between the face and the neck perhaps it wasn't it wasn't much <laughs> he didn't blend very wow. well the you think you can get child. decent help for, I mean yeah. I mean but mm. uh, that was that was an interesting experience like he he has this he rents his house from David Guetta and his wife Kathy mm. so when you walk in there's this giant pair of Perspex headphones that are the, probably the size of I don't know like a six foot person which are you know adorn you as soon as you walk in um, he's got a giant water slide in his back garden that he b- built especially for his little sister so he says but realistically I think it's for him 
him. Um, he's got a personal gym. His house backs out onto this beautiful lake where he's got a couple of boats where he just rides them up and down the lake and he goes there to pray and to meditate. He has uh, bright blue crocodiles at the back of his house, fake ones, of course. Um, he's oh, not well, that is disappointing. Yeah, he's not breeding. Yeah. It's, it's not the islands of Dr. Moreau or anything like mm. that. He's not breeding any random new species. Well, that you know. Yeah. I wouldn't right. put well, it I past mean. Justin Bieber. I mean. Do you think that's why he was trying to steal that monkey? Well, this is it. Yeah, to steal. Yeah, yeah exactly. To hang out yeah. at his bizarre LA mansion. But yeah. yeah, that was a, it was just a really odd experience. And I think I walked away thinking, you know what? I'm happy I'm me and I'm happy you're you. And I think you need, he needs an eat, pray, love moment, I feel. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. He I think to, yeah. I think it's uh, I could be really happy in Justin Bieber world on know. my slide and my big headphones and my blue crocodiles. I think it could be worse. It could be worse. I, I, just, yeah. I wouldn't even mind cleaning all that myself, if I'm you, honest. You that could that. be my thing, you know. You that say can. that, but it's, that's a lot of square feet to cover. But I just walked away thinking, you know what? He's, I think at the heart of it, he's, he's a good guy, but he needs a break. I think, I've said it before on this podcast, I think he just is mentally probably still the age that he was when he became famous and I think I don't know how much you can blame a person for I don't know my my say I've never met the guy you have he he just seems sort of like over entitled absolutely quite bratty on stage correct all of those things and I just wonder how much of that is just being a product of that insane environment from such a young age yes yeah, it's, it's not his fault it doesn't make it okay but it's just it's, it's not his fault you know and I just walked away thinking yeah you just need a break pal you need a break what about you when when did you sort of get a sense that you were becoming more famous did you have you had a moment where you thought oh my god people actually recognize me and um Occasionally I'll get tweets from people because I, still, I get the tube in to work every day. I live in central, I live in like in East London. So mm -hmm. the radio and office is in central London. So it's like a, about a 25 minute journey in most mornings. And occasionally I'll get tweets from someone being like, I could have sworn I was just sat next to Clara Antho on the tube. And I'll tweet them back being like, gooey. Yeah. But, and you know, and things like that happen. Or I guess there's certain events that I'll go to now where if I went there maybe 18 months ago or a year ago, or two years ago, nobody would have cared. I would have been like, you know, paparazzi roadkill, you know, and they're just trying to push you out the way yeah. to get to a Jenna or a, or a Kardashian or someone from Hollywood who's just like, <laughs> you're right. And, the, and, you know, now people are a bit like, hey, Clara, what's going on? And that's, it's still, it's still a bit odd to me, to be honest. But also you've got such a distinct look as well now today. Mm. Clara's hair is filling up most of the it, pod cupboard. There ain't showers. a lot of room in here. I mean, it's, it's glorious. I love my ass. So, yeah, I love it. But it, it's going to make you stand out. Oh, for sure. And I, yeah. and, I, and I want it to. In fact, I think my thing this year was to was to wear my hair natural because you know I think you know the great thing about having afro hair is that you can do so much with it I can I can have it straight I can braid it I can cane row it they're not boxer braids but we've had this conversation <laughs> but I can do everything with it and but this year I thought you know what I just want people to see me as as me because you know there's so many different types of, of women in the country and you know I I think when I first got my job lots of people would be like so Clara how does it feel to be a, a black woman doing what you do and da 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 da, -da. and don't get me wrong I am a, I am a woman of color and I'm very proud to be a black woman but at the same time I'm not here to be the nation's sassy black friend that's not <laughs> that's not my role in life but at no. the, but at the same time I understand you know the my my place when it comes to visibility and I want women who look like me and women who don't look like me to see me for for who I am well I want yeah. you I want you to write about black hair for glamour I know you and do. I know I've tried <laughs> to get you to before but not not just in a political sense just I, I think you know I get a, a lot of black readers ask me and I do try to do more mm. on black hair I mm. think that sometimes we can be guilty because we don't sort of like have it and we don't think about it so I'm, I'm yeah. always looking for contributors to 
sort of con- to contribute contributors to contribute hey that's what that's contributors what contributors do, do. <laughs> but we've got to get on that because yeah. i think that um you know there's i think that there's a lot i don't know about how you would look after your hair yeah and I would love you to do and that. Rep- representation is, is very important, I think. Yeah. You know, again, it's just, I think 2016 in itself has been, it's been such a fantastic year for conversation about everything when it comes to any type of group that's marginalised in society, whether, you know, it's, whether it's black women, whether it's, whether it's gay black women, whether it's, whether it's, you know, gay men, people with disabilities. You know, it's been such a great year for conversation. And I think, I think going forward, I'm all about just, yeah, representation where, where it matters, but not just on the occasional thing, just yeah. regularly. That's, that's what I'm about. But that's, I think that's the whole point about me wearing my hair this way. Is I just want people to see, just to, to, to see me like, as, as I am, I guess. Is it okay to tell somebody specifically that they're not invited to something? But I mentioned this to you before, Clara, and you said that you were talking about this just I today. was. Well, yeah, I had had a conversation with a couple of friends of mine because it's not my birthday for a little while. It's my birthday in May. And one of my friends is like... But you're getting ahead and planning. Well, and- this is it. My friend Kieran said <laughs> yeah. to me, she's like, Clara, are you going to have a party? And I thought, I want to have a party, but it, sometimes parties can get political. Is it a significant birthday? It's not particularly. It's just, you know, just, just another number out there in the ether, yeah. you know. <laughs> Got it. Ding! Yeah. Um, just 20 years old plus a bit of VAT yeah. Um, but yeah Kieran said to me are you going to have a party and I thought I would love to have one but the politics around inviting people and friendship groups and people who may not get along with each other like it, it's a lot and it's, and it's really flipping stressful and even though I know myself I'd love to say you know what we're cool but we're not that cool that I, that I don't feel a way, a way about you not being at my party it, it's it, it does fill you with a with a knot of anxiety. I think it depends on it depends on the person how I guess mature they are and how realistic mm. they are about how close you are but to them. Doesn't that usually affect whether they're invited or not? Anyway, well, this is true. This is true. So, yeah, I mean, if they're uh, if they're slightly less mature, maybe less understanding, maybe they've got less of an invite to the thing that you're doing anyway. Well, that's what that's what that's what I would like to think. I think um, I have been guilty of inviting people to parties, so I technically actually don't like that much. But oh, and isn't it the worst when they turn uh, up oh. when you didn't expect them to turn yes. up? Yes. Oh my god, it's so annoying. It's like, Hi. Yeah. I had a couple of those at my wedding. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't think you were going to. I didn't. You know, it was a figure of speech. The invitation. Yeah. It was like, oh, great. But the thing that I have been really shocked by in recent years on this is the trend again when it comes to weddings where you can actually buy hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Invitations that say, you are not invited to my wedding. <laughs> 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 and I find that, that that's where I, I part company with this yeah. idea. I, I, you know, I, if I have a friend who will text me and say, Oh, just so you know, there's a few of us getting together, but it was just last minute. I don't know. I, even that, I just feel like, just just get on with it. I think I'm mature enough to yeah. not go to every it's single just an party. element of cringe if you're having to apologise for not being, yeah. inviting someone. And I think it? that's actually crueler to send somebody yeah, like, right. ah, bitch, you weren't invited. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> Do you know I, what I mean. I think that's actually worse than just, just, you know, quietly not doing anything. You know what I mean? But do you ever, you know, there are occasions and it's going back to what James was saying, there are sometimes, I'll, and I think it's, I blame Facebook for this. You sort of like, you look at, oh, oh, so they all got together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, There's and you can't help have that little, even if you are a grown-up, you can have that twinge of regret or, you know, that feeling of FOMO or a little bit wounded. But I don't know if specifically telling me I'm not coming is going to make me feel better about that anyway. Well, nothing changes from school. I think we know this. Yeah. You know, in the work in the workplace, especially in friendship groups, you, everybody wants to be included and everybody wants to be liked. It's just it's just a fact of life. I think you learn how to deal with those feelings. Well, at least you think you do. But then, yeah, you know, you'll see that thing on Facebook or Instagram. You're like, well, hang on, why hmm. why wasn't I there? And I think it's more annoying when it's people who became friends through you. Yes, and you're not invited. Ooh. That's really, Damn. really irritating. So that's when I think it's okay to be like, actually no, you weren't invited because this is my immediate friendship group, and you know this person through me. So see ya. I I totally blame Facebook for a lot of this, oh, and yeah. then you know there's a lot of things go on now that I would have happily been blissfully unaware of. Yeah, yeah. It's and this now I fear know. of missing out thing, isn't it? You see everything going on, so you're like, well, why aren't I part of it? It's like, guys, I've gone for a sandwich. Like literally, this happened to me on Facebook yesterday. I went to meet my brother for lunch for a sandwich, and um, I'm. I remember you tell you were very excited about that sandwich. It was from Harrods. Yeah, really excited. Fancy, fancy. So our cousin came and met us, and we put it on Facebook. We're like, "Woo, yeah, lovely meetup." And um, uh, my cousin's sister, so my other cousin, was like, "Where's my invite?" We're like, "We're literally having a sandwich." I think you're missing the important detail here. Though, what was on the sandwich? So before we go on, I just want to know if you're enjoying Glamour Hey, It's Okay. And I just, I can't imagine that there's anybody out there who isn't enjoying it. What do you think, Clara? Of course you're enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, this is Radio Gold. You're having a good time, right? I'm having a fabulous time. Well, if you are having a good time and you don't want to miss a second of Glamour Hey, It's Okay, I suggest very strongly that you subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you get want to get really excited, leave a review for us. It's really, really important to us that we know exactly what you're thinking and what you like and what you maybe what you don't like about the podcast. And I tell you what, if we like your reviews, if we think they're clever or they make us laugh, you may well end up getting read out on this very podcast. And you may well also get a little prize chosen just for you personally by me. Hey, is it okay? Lucy and Clara, is it okay to be a grown-ass woman and still sometimes really just desperately need your mum? I'm not going to name the person who um, had a, a mouse run over their foot in the office the other day and immediately ran outside and phoned their mum. It wasn't me, but I get it. I'm terrified of mice. 
we're getting this problem under control, by the way. <laughs> Any health and safety monitors listening? Well, no, I didn't really talk to my agent about, about this. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? Needing your mum, I think, is, is nothing to be ashamed of. You know, I'm lucky to have a, a good relationship with my mum, but I, it wasn't always like that. We, we've always been cool. We've always been close. But, you know, uh, for ages, think, you know, growing up, your mum... I think she can kind of switch from your best friend to your worst enemy. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, growing up, me and my mum used to have arguments about clothes all the time. That was our <gasps> biggest thing. Yes, me too. Clothes. Because my mum's a very religious woman. She's very, she's very God-fearing is my Gracie. Shout out to Gracie. Hopefully she's listening. I'm sure she will be. I'm sure she's subscribed. Um, <laughs> so Gracie is a very religious well, woman. She's my favourite. I mean, yeah. and uh, she likes a strong look. She's a Ghanaian woman, and Ghanaian women take a lot of pride in their Sunday best when it comes to church. And from the age of about 10 or 11, I was like, no, I'm not wearing that. No. Put, wear this. No, no, I'm not wearing So that. she wanted you to wear, I mean, there's a Ghanaian church near my house. Yeah. So she wanted like the full sort of like beautiful, bold African prints in the... All of that. Of, like the long dresses and the headdress and stuff like Every, that. Everything. If, yeah. it, if it wasn't that, she wanted me to wear something, you know, nice from like BHS, whatever. But I, I, anything I, feminine. I can imagine you not being down with that as like a 13, 14 year old. Yeah, I was yeah. not. Even from 10 to be honest. It's like, no, yeah. no, not wearing that. And it really caused like massive problems. And like my dad, God rest his soul, I was, I was such a daddy's girl. But as the years have gone on I've really grown to just obviously obviously you love your parents but I've really grown to like my mum as a person she's very entertaining yeah and very warm person and I think it's totally okay to still need her I still ring her up to ask her the most inane things it took me okay put it this way it took me half an hour once to teach her how to write a text message and now she won't leave me alone but then I was still well, calling her you've to, only got yourself to blame well this is it but so yeah. the emojis come out oh no, she, no she's, she's into emojis now she uses whatsapp she's like she's fully down as gracie she has a wonderful time but I'll still ring her to say I don't know how to boil this rice can you help me occasionally she'll try and you know teach me how to cook I fail terribly but I still need her and yeah. I and I've no I don't have no shame in that I don't live in the same country as my mother she lives in Australia we did exactly the same thing with clothing. We would quite often go into town together to buy me a formal dress or new clothes and come home separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always ended up with some horrible catastrophe in a shop somewhere and us parting company and meeting up hours later and, you know, all, all of that sort of thing. But I guess I don't, I don't immediately think to phone her if a mouse runs over my foot, but I definitely always need to just check in with her and to tell her what's going on and just download, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I guess that's a different country thing. I mean, when yeah. you've got access to that, I, I remember last week I said to my mum, I think this week you've been my financial advisor, my therapist, my best friend, my cook, um, and my child, because I will always try and give a little bit of advice, but she doesn't yeah. have to take it. Mm. It just makes me feel like maybe I'm a bit more grown up than I was 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, like, honestly, every day there's a problem. I'm ringing my mum. And I think I've lived in a different country to her as well. And I found, you know, you naturally have to make do. You can't ring them all the time when that's the case. But maybe if you were there. Yeah. It's interesting what you say about um, about her being your child. Did you? Because I think yeah. it does it does shift, doesn't it, over time? Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously your mum brings you into this, into this world and she's your caregiver and you look to her for everything and then something happens where you, you think, oh gosh, maybe I should start looking after you yeah. a bit. And, and it's, but it's yeah. even like the te teaching how to send a text message yeah. or anything like that. It's as silly as that, isn't it? But suddenly it's like, I've got some knowledge I can impart with yeah. you. Yeah. And then I guess, you know, a lot of people don't have their mothers. So it's, you just have to sort of appreciate it Absolutely. while Absolutely. you can. And yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess as long as you've got somebody, I think I've, there's a couple of my friends I can think of who I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm their mum, but they don't have their mum. So I feel like there are certain people in your life who lean on you more. For, the, to, for that void, I guess. 
Definitely. And, you know, and not in a kind of X factor play my violin way. But, you know, when my father passed away, it definitely changed the, the dynamic yeah. of the relationship between between my mother and I. Because, again, mm. I was such a daddy's girl. Like, you know, my dad was my best friend. Like, you know, good cop, bad cop. He was good cop. And she was, she yeah. was bad cop. And, you know, and it's definitely not in a bad way. It's forced the closest with us that just that wasn't there before. Because, you know, we've really had to sort of band together in, in the wake of her becoming a becoming a widow. And it's been it's been really eye-opening and I've actually got to know her better through that unfortunate circumstance. And how long ago was that that you lost uh, your father? Lo- last year, so it was March 2015. Gosh, so that's quite raw. Yeah, it is. And, yeah. you know, I, I was speaking to her on the phone, you know, just just yesterday and, it, and I found myself, even though we were like having a laugh, I found myself getting quite a bit emotional because I think I'm just very aware now of her mortality and, yeah. and, and mine and, and just and just our relationship now. And I, and I really appreciate her more than, than I ever did. So that's yeah. why I'm proud that I still need her. <laughs> Is it okay to be one of those people who never answers their phone? I'm just from what I've heard about Gracie, you're not getting away with that, Clara. Yeah, but, she. We yeah. try and speak. We try. Me and Gracie try and speak. Well, I say we try and speak. She tries to speak to me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least twice a day, and there have been times be- between ten and one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm being deadly serious. I'm being deadly serious. When I first started my job, because I think my mum is still a little bit naive to what I do for a living, which is why I love her, because she's just a little bit unbothered. She's like, "Oh, you work for the government?" Like, because like, <laughs> I, I used to work at commercial radio, so I work at Kiss FM, and when I told her I was working going to work at radio I was like oh BBC like the government I was like yeah pension cool. for life brilliant yeah basically yeah. <laughs> but she went for a phase where she would literally call me every day about 9.59 be like mum I'm about to do my job and she'd be like whoa, 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 whoa. Um, but yeah sorry back to the point leaving the phone to ring out occasionally I have done that with my mother just because I haven't physically been able to talk to her but then there have been times when people have called me and I just don't feel like talking to be honest I think I'm becoming more and more like that all the time. Like, I don't know. I just think that the the texting, emojis, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's almost like we are forgetting how to do not much evidence of it here how to speak but it's it's like we are forgetting how to speak and I do have friends I have a friend who says to me you know I'll be having the most lively email chat with someone and if it's about work they go great let's jump on a call she's like no and you you know like she doesn't want to do it so no I do get that a little bit in terms of work I think you always have to speak to people I think you have to remind people that you're actually a person and I think if you don't know people you have to make the effort a bit more yeah if you know people it's your mom it's your boyfriend it's your best friend and things are going on I'll just send you a text in a minute love it's so it's sad though isn't it I mean it's convenient because don't get me wrong I'm very guilty of it like whatsapp text any any way sorry microphone any type I just like to point out it was the radio announcer who did that (laughs) I know for shame for shame let me just let me gesticulate less but um (laughs) yeah um, but yeah it's it's a tough one because I love the human voice and I do actually love to listen to people speak you know I love to have conversation with people but there are some days where you know you just want to be left alone in in your own thoughts and the and the thought of having to interact with somebody is it's it's scary but then i but one of my news resolutions was to make sure i make more phone calls because i've just been guilty of just always being and then realizing i haven't actually spoken to another human being for a well, couple of days yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna jump straight from email to face to face rather than the phone i don't know i think it's uh, this is gonna sound really weird but my grandmother like long before there was any such thing as a mobile phone she would look at her landline phone ringing like literally look at it like it was an alien from out of space and if it was ringing go don't answer it what if it's a prank call what if it's somebody trying to sell me something she's like and and i think that for years of her saying to me whatever you do if that phone rings you don't answer that phone so i've kind of got that 
weird the fear. hangover from that. I don't know what it is. The cold calling, I get being afraid oh of that because it's yeah. just the Flipping worst. Flipping PPI numbers. Can't get You're like, oh, uh, do I be rude to them? Do I say, do you know what? No, I'm hanging up on you. Or do you say, um, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I'm not going to engage in this conversation because I'm really nice and waste my breath and energy. I can't be bothered. Mm, like, so I'm polite. either going to be a bitch or I'm going to hang up or I'm going to have to waste my time. And it's so frustrating. I could just leave the phone ringing. I don't know if this is going to make it into the podcast, but that, a friend of mine picked up one of those calls. It was like a telemarketing call and it was a guy in India. And she said, oh, terribly sorry, just bathing the children. It's a really bad time. And he went, I want to F you in your seat and hung <gasps> up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I mean, I can't even say it. I'm, even I'm not that rude. Hey. It's been definitely very okay with you today, Clara. Thank you so very okay much. To be here. I've Thank been enjoying not only your company, but your bright yellow nails. Hi. And uh, juxtaposed as they are with your beautiful lemonade. My Beyonce, Beyonce t-shirt. Tea. So good. Thank you so much for being here. You can catch Clara 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. every day on Radio 1. And thank you very much, Lieutenant Lucy Jones. You're welcome. Thank Signing you for out. having me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.